Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Amen. Praise the Lord and good morning to all. I'm just thankful that God has uh, brought us all here this morning. It's good to hear you, Brother Fred. Um, it's good to hear you, Auntie Angel, and this is going to be a very good morning. First of all, I want to say good morning to everybody, and uh, just may God just come on into the room. I'm going to usher God into the room for today is another day that the Lord has made. It's just another sweet, sweet day. So right now I'm about to open up in prayer. Um, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Father, for giving us another day of life, for giving us new breath this morning, God. Thank you, God, for breathing life into every one of our souls today, God. I thank you, Father, for the many blessings that you're going to bring into this chat, Lord. Lord, keep the speaker of the hour, Lord. Keep her, God, as she brings forth the words, God, that you intend for her to say, God. Let you speak through her, God, in every moment of triumphant, God. In the name of your Son, Jesus, Lord, I thank you, Father, for just the joy, God, of all of us just gathering once more, God, as a union, God, in you, Jesus. Let us be able to connect with your spirit, God, heart to heart, breast to breast, Lord. And I just thank you, Father, for everything that you have done. Thank you, Lord. I thank you, God, for all the things that you're doing inside of this ministry and everything that you're going to do. So continue to progress in us, Lord. Continue to just keep us, God, and continue, God, just to be a marvelous spirit. In the name we pray, amen and amen. 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 I am now going to be the, uh, an Auntie Angel. I'm going to hand it over to you and let the Lord continue to use you and just let the Lord just use you throughout your whole sermon. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Uh, this is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall all rejoice and be glad in it. Um, thank you, uh, Lorenzo Jr., for that wonderful prayer. Um, you said a whole lot in that prayer, and I do appreciate you for that. Um, today I wanted to come and touch on the topic of faith. Um, and the scripture that comes out to me is, is, I guess, everybody's original, you know, favorite, like the 23rd song, everybody go to that. But I'm looking at Hebrews chapter 1. I'm sorry, Hebrews 11, verse 1. And it says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, and it is the evidence of things not seen. That's from the King James Version. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, and it is the evidence of things not seen. So basically what I want to discuss on the day is we as believers, and if someone's on here that's not a believer, where is your faith in God? Where is our faith in God? Um, oftentimes, um, somebody may be asked the question, how can I have faith? Uh, they may ask the question, is God even real? They may even ask the question, what does faith mean? You know, 
someone, somebody wrote the word faith, or you could say belief. Faith and belief. If you have faith, and, and it is a scripture, I'm going to give it to you after a while. It says, if you have the faith the size of a mustard seed. How big is a mustard seed? It's very tiny. So God is asking you for a small portion of faith to believe in him. And oftentimes we can look and we can say, as far as faith is concerned, God, you know, I have this ailment going on. Um, I have this bill that needs to be met. Um, I need this to be done. I need that to be done. We had so many things that we pull from sources in life, and that's where we have to put our faith or our trust in God. And Apostle had, uh, Walter had touched on this yesterday, and I was like, well, he's all into what I wanted to really talk about. But then again, that's confirmation. But where is our faith when it comes to God? Um, I think I've spoken on this before where I can have the faith or the trust or the belief, if you will, to believe for somebody else that's going through. But then when it comes to time for angel, you know, you have to deal with yourself. Me, personally, myself being transparent, when I have those times when it's like everything all around me look like it's just like pulling and grabbing, where is my faith? And that's why I like the scripture when it says in Hebrews 11 and 1, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. You have your pens handy. I'm going to give you some other scriptures that will go on faith. And it says in First Peter, First Peter 1 and 21, it says, through him you believe in God who raised him from the dead and glorified him so your faith and hope are in God. So this could be telling us that no matter what, yeah, you can have faith, you can believe, but if it's not in God, then it's to no avail whatsoever. But what we're doing, uh, people of God, is that we're learning how to walk in the spirit, walk after the spirit, walk as Christ walked. Do according to what he has told us to do. That's why these scriptures are so uh, fulfilling in our life, we have to take and we have to manifest these scriptures. It's good to read the scriptures, but we've got to take and adjust our life and start manifesting what the word has said. And the only way that's going to happen is if we have the faith, if you translate it, if you believe. If you believe, this is like in, in the natural. If my mother or my father, when I was a child, told me, Angel, I'm going to do this, this, that, and the other for you. As a child, I had no other thing to persuade me any other way that my mother or father was not going to do a certain thing for me. Well, this is what God wants us to do because that's why he looks at us as children. He wants, to be, he wants us to be unwavered. He wants us not to sway. We've got to be like a tree, as they say, that's planted by the rivers of water, that, we, that our roots are grounded deep. So therefore, when anything comes and try to get us off course, we got to be rooted and grounded. We got to stand our course and say, God, even though this situation is going on that I'm not understanding or is not comfortable to me, I've got to read your scripture that says, "Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, even though it's not in front of me." I know I need a bill to be met. I know that there's a car note to be met. I know that there's uh, ailment in my body, but it says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, 
Hallelujah is the evidence of things not seen. So just because I don't see it, it does not mean I don't have to, I, I, I can't have the faith to believe that it's going to be done. What we also have to realize is that just because we say, uh, like right now it's 12.04 p.m., at 12.05, I'm asking God for something at 12.06 or 12.07, 12.10, if it hadn't moved just yet, that does not give me the right to say, well, he's not going to do it. All it says is tell me is that you've got to keep being persistent in the word of God and standing on the word of God and believing in the faith. Good example of faith. We look at the woman that had the issue of blood. That's found in Mark chapter 5, verses 25 through 34. And I'm going to read a, a portion of it. Said, now, there was a woman who had been suffering for hemorrhage for 12 years. She had endured much under many physicians, and she spent all that she had, and she was no better. But what she did, she rather she grew worse. She had heard about Jesus and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak. Now, in other terminology, it says touched the hem of his garment. All she had to do, this woman was suffering for 12 years. We as people of God, how many things do we go through in our life and we say that we suffer? How many times do we look at things in life and we say, God, when is this going to end? How many times do we look at things and, 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 and say, God, I can't handle this anymore? How many times? How many times do we say this? How many times do we say that? But then we look at the woman that was suffering for 12 long years. And sometimes our midnights could be a month, could be a day, could be a minute, could be a second. That was her midnight, 12 years. She had many a midnights. And she endured them because she had money because it said she spent all her money going to back and forth to physicians. She also had not got any better from going to physicians. Now, I'm not knocking physicians because if you have to go take medications underneath the Spirit of God, do so. But here in this parable, Jesus is letting them know that, uh, the writer's letting us know that she went all these years to get a healing. And all she did, she heard that Jesus, hallelujah, was passing through. And she couldn't really get to him physically, but she touched his cloak, which was the hem of his garment. How much power does he have? How much anointing does he have? So all she had to do was just touch the hem of his garment. And what happened? You know the rest of the story. She became whole. He healed her of her, of her disease. It also says in here, daughter, your faith has, been, has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. That's what God tells us. He wants us to take what we have and lay it at the altar. Petition it before him. And then go in peace. Amen? Amen. Amen. He wants us to go in peace. He wants us not to say, I think I said this last week, okay, God, I believe you for it. Then once we get up from the altar, then you wondering and wavering, I think he's going to do it. I think it's going to get done. 
He wants us to cast all our cares upon him for why? Because he cares for us. He wants us to put our faith in action, which the scripture says faith without works is dead. So if you don't have any faith, and all God is asking you for the faith the size of a mustard seed, and if we can't do that, then there's a problem. And that and that faith the size of a mustard seed, you know, we, we, we have to have that. That's a small mustard seed. Some people, um, when we years ago, I was listening to people preaching, and they actually gave the um, reenactment of it, and they gave us out little mustard seeds. And it was really small. So I'm saying, you tell me how to have that, that little bit of faith to believe God, that he's going to do the miraculous? That's what it is. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. I can hope for my marriage to get better. I can hope for my son to, to meet the right wife. I can hope for my son to, to, to do well in school. Hope, belief, have faith. If I can't see it clearly today, I know that if I keep what goes along with it is put my fasting, my praying, my staying before the Lord and petitioning. But what goes hand in hand with it is that once I have that faith, which is that belief, I've got to trust that God is going to do what he said he's going to do. That's why he gives us so many of these scriptures for us to feast upon. If we don't understand then what do you do? You go call upon the elders of the church or somebody with wisdom that can help you. Get the Bibles that have the study guides in there, and it will walk you through there little by little. Another scripture I wanted to give you guys as well is um, 1 Peter. This is also talking about faith also. 1 Peter uh, chapter 1, verse 7. And it says, verse 7 says, These have come so that your faith of greater worth than gold, which perishes even through the refined by fire, may be proven genuine and may result in praise, glory, and honor with Jesus Christ is revealed. So it's shown us that our faith, which is worth the gold, perishes even with refined by the fire. So you remember years ago, and I'm going to say here, and I'm going to say I'm tried in the fire, and you're going to come out just like pure gold. That's your, when they say your test of faith. You know, that, that's over the years of being in God, being near to God, having the key word I want to have here is having a relationship with God. Some people think that just because you have a relationship with God or you say, I'm a Christian or I'm a believer or I walk with God, you think that your life is just like, boom, everything is going to go like sweet, so to speak. But, yes, we're going to have times. We're going to have our times when we're up. We're going to have times when we're down. But the fact of the matter is when we come together, we can be on one accord and uplift and encourage. But what happens when we're by ourselves? Can we keep the faith then? Can we encourage ourselves? Are we at a point where we can say, God, yeah, I understand this, and I know you did this for that person, but I'm believing that you're going to do it for me, irregardless of how long it may take for it to happen. Please keep in mind that it's not our time, but it's whatever God's time is. However he's going to move. God is sovereign. He's going to move, and he's going to do just what he said he's going to do. 
But we in the natural, we have to get that mindset and say, okay, God, I'm putting this in your hands. I'm believing in you. We have to work our faith. Because once again, I said the scripture says faith without works is dead. If we can't work our faith, then then why should God go any further? He tells us constantly, prove him. To see that he's going to do what he said he's going to do. And the Bible, the word of God, all that is is just instructions showing us and teaching us a reflection of how we should make it from here on this earth over to glory. He did not say that the way was going to be easy. He didn't say it was going to be hard either, but he just told us, he gave us instructions of how to follow in his word, how to believe in his word, how to trust in his word. I may have things in my life today. As a matter of fact, I'm not going to say may. I know I do. But I'm believing God. Even in those moments when I feel as though, God, I'm coming unglued, I still believe that, God, you're going to see me through. Even if it's not me personally, I have faith enough and trust enough to believe that if it's for a loved one, that somewhere down the line, I'm going to see God's spirit manifest in it. I'm going to see that, God, he never fails us. He never forsakes us. He is with us until the very end. Amen, guys? Amen. 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 Also, I wanted to give, because like I said, faith, you know, that that's, that's something that that touches me each and every day, no matter what, faith. Because sometimes our faith can become wavered. It can wither, can, can wither sometimes. Look at in um, the book of Titus, chapter 1, verse 2. This is speaking of faith. So I'm just giving you different scriptures that pertain to faith. And Titus, chapter 1, verse 2 says, A faith and knowledge resting on hope of eternal life, which God, who does not lie, promised, before the beginning of time. So here it again, it, it ties in with faith of the substance of things hoped for. This is telling us a faith of knowledge resting on the hope of eternal life, which God does not lie, promise before the beginning of time. So before there ever was the world or there ever was you or me, he promised us before the beginning of time hope for eternal life. Now we can look and say, well, I want money for this. I want to go on this vacation. I want this type of car. I want this type of house. That's all well good while you're down here. But here again, we're looking at this here. They're saying he promises hope for eternal life. Hmm. And as you look at the news each and every day and you see people are, are becoming more wicked, you know, it's been through years. We hear the news like history repeats itself, but it's even getting more worse. And my goal, and I hope everybody's goal, is to not just make it through for ourselves to get that eternal life, but not just get our loved ones, but get those that are out here that are lost and show them and teach them the way to Christ because he is the only way to truth and the life. Amen? Yep. And then once again, as I say, 
Now faith. Faith is trust. What do you have in your life today? What is hindering us today? And I say us. You know, I don't want to just say you. I'll put myself in the equation. What What is holding us back as fully looking at faith, fully saying, God, I trust you in this situation, in the name of Jesus? God, I trust that you're going to make this mountain <laughs> Move out of my way, and it says you you talk to the speak to the mountain, and it shall be moved and cast into the sea. What mountain do we have in our life? Mm, thank you, Jesus. What mountain do we have in our life where we where we need to take the strongholds and pull them down? Okay, we I don't want to use the, the now faith is something things hopefully everything things not sin. I want to use it as a cliche. I want this to be a walk of life in the name of Jesus. I want this to be a way of life, and and I'm getting excited because I'm speaking to myself. Because when you point the finger and say, listen, 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 but there's a thumb that comes back, and it points right at myself. What stronghold? What is is the situation where you can't get from one point A to part B because something is blocking I need nothing to come in between me and my Savior. I need nothing to be a hindrance as to when he told me that faith is the substance of things hoped for. If I'm hoping for something and I don't see it, I've got to keep on pressing. I've got to keep on making my way. Just like the woman with the issue of blood, she keep she kept pressing. In the name of Jesus, she kept pressing. Jesus is passing through. I've got to keep moving. Until I get my release. That's all that scriptures, all these scriptures are saying is that we got to keep our minds stayed on God. We want things. We want our lives to feel a certain way. I'm 48 years old. And it's now that I'm going through different situations in life, mentally, spiritually, whatever. And it's, it's like, God, I need to be more closer to you. Because there's some things that are happening and transpiring that I need to get the understanding of better. And what is going to do that for me? Staying and believing in the Word of God. Coming on to this talk shoot with you guys, it looks like it's almost every day. Hallelujah. This is so uplifting, and it's not because I'm on this other end talking. I'd rather be sitting back listening to Apostle Walter, Elder Manor, and um, Apostle Reva, my sister Tammy, my nephew, my son. I get fed like that because it gives me a jolt to know that we're on the same page. We're like minds, our faith. As the scripture says, faith without works is dead. So therefore, if I have this faith, I got to work this thing. I got to prove it. God told us to prove him and see that he won't do it. Amen? Amen. Also, I want to, First John, First John chapter 5 and verse 4. This is all dealing with faith. And I'm going to read it. It says, 1 John chapter 5, verse 4 says, 
For everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. So everyone that is born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. So all of us that we say we're believing in God, we believe God and crucified and everything, we just believe that he is and he is who he says he is. So therefore, if, if, if we overcome the world, and even if you look at, you watch CNN, your local news or whatever, we as believers, we still have to keep in mind that we God has overcome the world. And if we're following him, we have overcome the world also. Because the scripture Bible tells us that we're going to see these things. We're going to see wars and rumors of wars. There's going to be blood shedding in the street. We see all these things. But then the scripture tells us to still look up. Why? Because redemption draws nigh. And I said that to somebody about a year ago. And they said, I didn't just say that. I said, well, what Bible are you reading? Yes, as the natural, we see things, you know, the people over there with the ISIS being beheaded and uh, just people just driving up. Like my mom gets to me with the road rage. I have a problem here. But people just driving up and following somebody to go shoot somebody and, and they get shot dead because of road rage. We see these things. But I'm not going to get discombobulated. I want to keep believing the word of God because why? His redemption is nigh. George is nigh. He's soon to come. And one thing about this, I don't want him to catch me with my work undone. So I'm at a place where I say, God, whatever you find my hands to do, let me be crafting and do what you need me to do. But end with that, long as I can still say, God, I have faith. I have hope. I believe that you're going to do what you say you're going to do. That's all he's asking. He wants us to have a faith. He wants us all to have a faith that we don't waver. He wants us to stand boldly. As we come before him boldly, he wants us to stand boldly and believe on his word that he's going to do what he said he's going to do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so now when I see now faith, hallelujah, Hallelujah. It's the substance of things hoped for. <laughs> oh, my God. There's so many things. God, I have a plate and I got a cup that's running over. I got things running over, God, that I need I need to put my faith into action. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. So just because I don't See, it does not mean he's not going to do it. Amen? Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Apostle Reva. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. I enjoyed what I had heard. I was a little moved. We want to keep the same atmosphere as evangelists. Mm. This the season. Praise God. But what you're talking about. You spoke to but let me take you, if I may, to Mark the 16th. Amen. Said that these signs, what we're going through, evangelism, whoever may be listening and you're going through something, hallelujah. It says that these signs, they say follow, but I say accompany. Accompany. 
yeah. those that do believe. Amen. If believe and put our faith together, the word of God says that we shall drive out these demons. Amen. The thing but demons that come to try to take us. Yeah. We are in the last days. Yeah. And if we want to drive them out, and this mm-hmm. is my key to me, the word of God says once we drive them, catch them out, destroy them, mm-hmm. they will speak. Yeah. In a new tongue. He's wow. talking about those that whosoever will on this line, let them come. Yeah. And I encourage you, Evangelist, as I listen to you, to struggle. Hmm. We worth it all after a while. Amen. Amen. When the enemy comes in like a flood, mm. he will stand it. Yeah. I feel in my spirit, and I, I, I for a few weeks was shut down in walking in my spirit simply because sometimes the enemy can confuse you. Absolutely. Amen. And invite you to a table to eat, mm-hmm. and you, you're too stuffed to get up. <laughs> God has said if you make your bed somewhere, he even said in hell, I am with you. Wow. Amen. And us, if somebody, somebody, somebody needs to know, let's yeah. get back up. Yeah. Let's declare what's ours. Hallelujah. He said, if you walk up right before me, no good thing will I withhold. If you're walking up right before him, then all these bad things, these sickness and these illnesses. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. I have Thanks. just mm-hmm. got a, enough today to go on, go on. And I say this to you, evangelist, because I hear you and I feel you. Wow. Thank you, Lord. And what I say to you, the struggle is over. Mm-hmm. Thank you, God. Struggle is over. Thank you, Jesus. Because Jesus. I have a gap for you. Mm-hmm. Other people are standing in the gap for you. Amen. Your word is so powerful when you... Keep talking about faith. I notice every talk to you, you're talking about faith. Wow. Hold on, Amen. Angel. Amen. Sorry, I took too much time. But mm. you've got to a place. Let, let, sometimes let these things happen. Sometimes we got to get to the place, and I don't care what nobody says. The devil got to back us up against the wall. Because we allowed him to get in front of us. Mm-hmm. And once Amen. he gets you, you got to get disturbed enough to box your way out of that. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Thank box you, Box your way out of the disappointments. Box mm-hmm. your way out of the heartaches, the breaks. Box your way out of it. Hallelujah. Mm. Thank God today. Hallelujah. God, God bless you. God bless you. If there's anyone on the line, if you'd like to have a word, please do right now. Thank you, Lord. 
Praise God. This is Tammy. And I I tell you, I'm telling you, this is on time because I only because right before the talk show, quarter of twelve, I was trying to get through to my doctor. And I sat here and I was talking with Lorenzo before he went to sleep and I just started to cry. And I said, Lorenzo, people praying for me. Holy but what do I do? I said, what do I do? Do mm-hmm. I trust God not go to the doctor? Or do I use wisdom and go to the doctor? Because I'm going to tell y'all, I have a little knot under my arm. And the first thing, I'm going to just say it. People say don't speak into existence. But uh, me and Apostle talked this morning about mm-hmm. how sometimes people always use this, say, um, uh, words of death and life. Don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. But that makes people go into a depressing shell. Right. And I think people can talk about their situation. They can get encouragement for their situation. Mm-hmm. So I do. I have like a little knot. I keep knots all you know all over because of my diabetes. But this one mm-hmm. under my arm doesn't. This one under my arm seems to be a little hard. Doesn't go away. And the first thing mm-hmm. I thought, oh my God, I'm leaving my kids. I'm going to have cancer. And I rebuked it. I rebuked that thought. And I rebuke it. And I'm saying it on the sh- on the line today because I want y'all to pray for me. For not yeah. only my physical, but for my mental and for my spiritual. Because I don't want to be a doubting Thomas. I want to be a believer. And you preaching tonight, today, really touched my spirit. You know, wow. because it doesn't happen. Like when you said, don't happen right there at that moment, you all make me say, oh, my God, God's not going to do it. But mm-hmm. I give my entire body and my entire soul to Christ. And Lorenzo said to me, he said, the master has you in his hands. And I, wow. I thank God, because as soon as we came on the show, on the show, the first thing you said was, where's your faith? And we looked wow. at each other and just did a high five. Where is my faith? Well, wow. my faith is here today. And I would like in faith for the elders on the line and all of you to pray for me, for my physical health and for my mental and for my spiritual faith. Everyone, wish everyone just pray for me. God bless you. Holy God. Thank you. Hallelujah. Tammy. This is Elder Manna, and uh, I just wanted to share with you that um, Fred has taken a day off at work. And um, as I had shared with you before, Tuesday is our day of fasting and prayer. And I just want to say to you, Tammy, that Fred and I, Minister Fred and I, we will hold your arms up and we will pray for you today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. An evangelist, angel, I want to share with you, honey. I have mm. some stuff in my life, okay? All right. I got saved in 1964, and someday you and I are going to sit down, and I will share the fire, the water, the things that God has brought me through. But angel, you are going to cross over, and you will go to the other side. And these things that are reflecting you, you are going to come out stronger, and even as the Word of God says, tried by fire, and you're going to come out as fine gold. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Bless the Lord. Lord. Amen. Minister Fred is going to share something with you in a minute of what he has gone through and what God has done in his life. Praise God. Praise God. The things that you've gone through that has encouraged you and strengthened you. Amen. Well, 
I, I think everyone is sometimes. Well, many people have been suicidal. And, yeah, I, no one wants to ever admit that. But, you know, it's it's a, it's an ugly, hateful spirit out there because, of course, the devil doesn't want us alive. He hates us all. He'd rather we all go to hell with him. But Amen. And a woman stood up one time, and, and she said, I have, a, I have a word from the Lord. This was in a, in a public meeting. She said, there is a person in here considering suicide. I say, you should not. I knew right away that was me. And mm-hmm. I said, okay, Lord. I've <laughs> And mm-hmm. she had never done that before. And mm-hmm. so I said, okay, Lord. And so I never thought about it again. I just said, all right, Lord, you're speaking to me. And from that time on, I got better. I quit thinking about it. And I came out of that darkness, came out of that hole. And mm-hmm. I've had sickness in my body. Tammy, do you want us to pray for you right now? Yes, I certainly do. I certainly do. All right, everyone's in agreement. Lord, we hold Tammy up to you right now. Lord God, by your stripes, Lord Jesus, we are healed. Your stripes, you bore all our sicknesses, all our infirmities in your body on the cross. So, Lord, we hold Tammy up to you now. We lay your stripes upon her. Whatever this knot is, we, we. In the name we of Jesus. you to leave. Yeah. In the name of Jesus, you are you are defeated. You are not from our Lord, and by your stripes, Lord, she is healed. We speak it. We claim it. Lord, you said, whatsoever two or more shall agree on touching anything, they shall ask. I will do it. So, Lord, we thank you for her healing, and Lord, we look forward to a good a good hallelujah praise from Tammy. And Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you. 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 Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you. We, we claim it with you, Tammy. We thank stand you. in it. The Bible thank says, you. you that are spiritual, let's restore thank us that's weak. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, Lord. Oh, Amen. You close us out anywhere you want to. We, the Spirit just takes over. I'm telling you, we get ready to have church up. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you. Can you feel it? Hallelujah. This is not just a talk show. This is family coming back together again. God have us. The apostles yeah. to bring the church back together, but we Woo! are the church. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. are the church. And everyone on oh, you love me. I love you. We love each other. And yeah. it begins, yeah. it begins yeah. here in the name of Jesus. Oh, God. Thank oh, you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Everybody. Everybody. Just thank you. Let's take a 
moment just to thank him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. By your power, Virtue, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Circle of prayer. 
Lord, I yes. often ask myself, why do we get together? Why, you know, the people of God go for so much. Why do we do it? But I see today that this is why this group and this this time together, this this yes. um, assembling ourselves together is so important. I thank you, God. I thank you for your goodness mercy, and I thank you for your grace, and I thank you for your favor, for giving us each other, God. You bless everyone under the sound of my voice, and let everyone grow even further in this week by week, and I thank you. I all give your name the glory. I all give your name the praise. I love each and every one of you. I love you. Thank you. Amen. 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 God bless us. God bless you all. God bless you. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.